With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's nearly tax time. This year, why not let Tax Assist manage your return? If you are self-employed and want to make sure you are paying the right amount of tax, get in touch today to book your free consultation. Meet online or in one of our 20 locations to get a fixed, competitive price and let us take the worry away when it comes to self-assessment tax returns. Visit taxassist.ie. We're here to help you thrive. Welcome back to the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I'm bringing you the information and the conversation that's going to help you make the money and get the honey because you can have it all as long as you're willing to work for it. And so today is a very special conversation, a much needed conversation, especially for the black women who I know are locked in, plugged in, tuned in to the Girl Stop Playing podcast. So, Samantha, please give yourself an introduction because we got to put some respect on your name. Well, hello, everybody. I am Samantha Denae, CHHP. I'm a certified holistic health practitioner. I'm known on social media as the endo educator and the womb whisperer. I am your womb healer, your endometriosis advocate. I am your advocate for healing your traumas so that you can heal your reproductive issues and start aligning yourself with yourself. We could just drop the mic right there. Listen, we could drop the (laughs) mic right there, but we are going to get into this. It's like I said, it's such an important conversation because as women, we usually typically we don't start thinking about our womb until we start thinking about, okay, well, I'm ready to have a baby. But there is a lot um, of preparation that could be done and sometimes should be done and sometimes has to be done in order to not just get pregnant but stay pregnant which is a whole nother conversation so talk to me a little bit about how you got into doing this work well i was diagnosed with endometriosis in 2014 and my period had always been debilitating i had a seven day period would throw up for the first five days any food or drinks like including water i will always have to miss school and work and once I was diagnosed, I realized nobody who looked like me talking about had it. endometriosis or was mm-hmm. talking about it. The only person I saw was Tia Mari. And mm. I don't know Tia Mari, but mm-hmm. me don't know her. So I was looking for support groups, and I stumbled upon Nancy Snook on Facebook. But Nancy Snook has a lot of Caucasian women who are in Nancy their 40s and 50s. Woman. She's a white woman, yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well... 
I can't find any black women who have endometriosis. A lot of people don't even know what endometriosis is. I was going to say, let's start there. What is endometriosis? So endometriosis is a reproductive condition that causes the lining of the uterus to shed inside the body and outside. Mm -hmm. So when you're having your period, and even when you're not having your period, you're shedding blood in the body. And then that blood turns into tissue, and then it attaches to other organs in the body. So you can have endometriosis tissue going on, your uterus, your fallopian tubes, your colon, your kidney, your heart, your brain. Like, Mm. it can go anywhere. And a lot of times we don't catch it until we're getting ready to try for a child. It takes 7 to 10 years to be diagnosed with endometriosis, and by that time it's really too late. So is the number one symptom like a a heavy period or a painful period? Is that like how somebody would, you know, be able to – just know for themselves, because we often talk about, you know, the the need for black women mm-hmm. to advocate for themselves, because we can go to the doctor and, you know, thankfully I, I haven't had a diagnosis mm-hmm. of anything, but I've dealt with some stuff and I've gone to the doctor. I'm like, yo, something ain't right. Yeah. And they just want to tell you, oh, well, everything's normal, mm-hmm. you know, based on these labs or based on the tests. So what are some of the things that women might be experiencing that they could go in and, and explain to a doctor? So if you have debilitating periods, yes, that is a symptom of having endometriosis. But also if you have issues with going to the bathroom, if you have butt cramps, a lot of times. Girl, what is a butt cramp? And thank God you don't know what it is because it is Is it like a hemorrhoid? No, it's not a hemorrhoid, but you know how you have cramping when you're period? Imagine having that in your your butt. butt. And so you will have butt cramps before your period and during your period. And it's like you could just be walking and all of a sudden cramping your butt. Wow. Um, if you have painful sex, issues with painful sex, that is a telltale sign too of having endometriosis. A lot of times doctors like to kind of denounce endometriosis as being just a reproductive disease when mm. really it's a whole body disease. Mm-hmm. So the biggest symptom for me when you're trying to find out if you have endometriosis or not is if you have issues with going to the bathroom. If you're always going to the bathroom, even if you drink, you know, like a little amount of water, if you just go right to the bathroom right then, that could be a sign that Mm -hmm. you might have endometriosis. If you have issues with going to the bathroom number two, that's a sign that you could be having endometriosis, especially the butt cramps. They like to leave that out. So all of these things that you named are not necessarily things that we're going to like post on social media. Mm -hmm. I got a butt cramp. Anybody know what's going on? Or I'm having issues. I'm going to the bathroom too regularly or not regularly Mm -hmm. enough or whatever. And a lot of times when you're dealing with these things, it's it's lonely. Mm-hmm. You you think something's wrong with you mm-hmm. and you like you said, you're looking for support because you don't know you've never heard anybody talk about this. So I know that this conversation is going to be healing mm-hmm. and helpful for so many women who may not have been able to assign it a name or may not have been able to find a person who you know who they can yeah. relate to. And so is that why this work is so important to you? Because you know, you were personally affected by it? Yes. Um, being a teenager and having my period, I had nobody to ask questions to. Everybody else's period was normal. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to college, everybody else's period was normal. And I started to wonder, why is it that I'm cramping so heavily, passing quarter-sized blood clots when I'm having my cycle, throwing up everything, and the doctors will always tell me, you know, your period is just how your period is. You have a bad mm. period. You know, it'll get easier as you get older or when you get pregnant. And, you know, in college, I'm not thinking about having children. Mm-hmm. And so as I was getting older, my period was getting worse. And I kept saying, no, something, you know, just can't be right. And I almost overdosed on codeine. It was a blessing and a curse because when I almost overdosed and I went back to the doctor and he listened to my problems and my symptoms, he gave me a pamphlet and said, I think you have endometriosis. 
but you have to have a laparoscopic procedure in order to be diagnosed because mm. they don't diagnose you with an x-ray or a CAT scan or, you know, an MRI. They can't see the tissue growing. So you have to have surgery. And when he finally gave me like a pamphlet that said endometriosis, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not over exaggerating my symptoms. Yeah. It has a name. So when I had my first surgery in 2014. First? Yeah, my first um I was diagnosed with stage one endometriosis. And a lot of times, you know, it's four stages to endometriosis, but a lot of people will think, okay, you're in your fourth stage. That's like the most absolute and debilitating pain. You can be stage one and your pain could be a whole lot worse than someone who is in stage four. Mm. With endometriosis, it's not just your period is debilitating. You're having issues all throughout the month. So I can have a regular day and I have a flare up and I could just, be walking somewhere doing my own thing and all of a sudden I'm about to faint and I have to start just taking clothes off because I feel myself about to pass out like it got so bad to the point where when four years I went from stage one to stage four and I started having a 90-day period for nine months out of the year for four years and I girl stop playing I am not wow so so is there a I mean, I don't want to say a cure, but like, what is the treatment? So there is no cure. That's the first thing they're going to tell you when you are diagnosed with endometriosis. There is no cure. And you're going to have to live with it. Like when I was mm. diagnosed, my doctor said, there's no cure for endometriosis. You're going to always be living with this. Now you need to figure out how you're going to readjust your life with having endometriosis. Do you want to try to have kids or not? Do you want to go ahead and get a hysterectomy? Do you want to try birth so that's control? Their, and that, that's, okay. Those that's are the options they give you. Outside of that and chemo. I was on chemo for a while and chemo put me... In a menopausal state because I was not taking hormone replacement therapy with it. And so I was having hot flashes. I was having night sweats. I didn't have a sex drive. And this is all at 25. Wow. And the Lupron, I mean, the um, Lupron Depot is the name of the chemotherapy that they give you for endometriosis. But that's also the same chemotherapy that they give men who have prostate cancer. And so I give kudos to anybody who is continuously doing chemotherapy because I did it for four months and it was the worst Mm -hmm. of my life. I do not recommend anybody to try the Lupron Depot for endometriosis. There are a plethora of ways where you can try to heal and have a manageable quality of life, but please do not try the Lupron Depot because there are lifetime side effects. So I'm always going to advocate for natural Mm -hmm. um, methods because I mean, I know how, you know, the pharmaceutical industry works. I know how the medical industry is a business. And most of the time, the things that you're prescribed, this is a lifetime prescription. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not this prescription, it's going to lead you to the next prescription. Exactly. It's, it's not a cure. It's a maintenance mm-hmm. thing. And so what are some of the natural um, remedies or some of the natural things that women can, can try before they go get a prescription or go do chemo? It's nearly tax time. This year, why not let Tax Assist manage your return? If you are self-employed and want to make sure you are paying the right amount of tax, get in touch today to book your free consultation. Meet online or in one of our 20 locations to get a fixed, competitive price and let us take the worry away when it comes to self-assessment tax returns. Visit taxassist.ie. We're here to help you thrive. The first thing you can do is take accountability. And Mm -hmm. I say that because a lot of times we don't feel responsible. Are you responsible? Yeah, I'm doing my best. And the reason why I'm doing my best is because I've reversed my endometriosis. Mm. And I've done so with holistic practices and spiritual practices. Mm. And so now that I've reversed it and I'm living a normal life, 
Like I can't go back. Right. So accountability, like we don't eat the things that we should be eating and feeding yes. our wound space. And we need to be accountable to that, especially like the week before our periods. Like we have to remember your period is a detox. And so if you have to detox what's already in there and then you eat heavy foods right before on your top period, on mm. top of that, it's going to make your period a lot worse. So the first thing is accountability. Um, yoni steaming is something that really, really helps me with healing my endometriosis and changing my diet and then taking more herbal supplements. Um, but the biggest thing that I will say is healing my trauma. We have our intuition here in our womb space. Our wombs are essentially us. That's how we are aligning with ourselves is getting to know our womb space. And so reproductive issues is just a physical manifestation of trauma that we have not healed from. Mm. We just overpassed it. And a lot of times we have situations that happen. We do not sit in the emotions. We just shed a couple of tears, be a little mad, brush it, off. brush it off and be like, okay, I got other stuff I got to do, but you didn't really heal it. And then you get triggered when people say or do stuff and then you don't know why you're triggered, but it's because you have not healed the trauma. So I really started working on healing the guilt that I was feeling because I couldn't naturally get pregnant. I was healing the guilt from feeling like I was never going to find a partner who was going to want to deal with somebody understanding. who, yeah, who mm -hmm. had a, a disease like endometriosis because, you know, you got to think about sex. You have to think about children. You have to think about longevity. And you might have to take care of me, even though I don't want to be a burden. Mm -hmm, and that was mm -hmm. a guilt that I had to let go of. You know, family guilt. You, you have a lot of things that have happened in our lives. Our inner child is healing. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of trauma techniques. And that really helped with reversing my endometriosis, I believe, because I feel free now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm no longer feeling like it's my fault. I used to feel like it was my fault for having endometriosis and feeling like it's my fault for not being able to get pregnant and have a child naturally. But now I don't feel that way. Listen, Whatever God wants is the people did not happen. want the people wasn't ready for what you just said because <laughs> the number one thing in my opinion that is like plaguing the black community. Well, maybe number two because trauma mm -hmm. is definitely number one. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the trauma is like things that happened before us. Exactly. You know, like before our Past existence, things that we were literally mm -hmm. born with that you don't even recognize. Yeah. Like you don't even recognize how it's um, become a burden. Yeah. But the number two thing is the food. Mm. We don't want nobody to. T I mean, you could literally be on your. I mean, if you're on your deathbed at that point, you probably are going to be like, mm -hmm. well, F it. But you can literally get a diagnosis. And somebody will tell you, well, I'm still going to eat yep. by. I'm not yep. going to, you know, be miserable. At mm -hmm. least if I'm going to die, I'm going to die, die with a chicken wing in my mouth. And it's like, do you hear yourself? You know, like you're yeah. literally putting. But food is addictive. Mm -hmm. Food is a drug. It like really the is. food that we eat in 2022, it yep. is a drug. And so we're not thinking of it as. Like we're not nourishing our body mm -hmm. with our food anymore. We're not, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're living to eat instead of eating to live. Exactly. And so I know that that's going to trigger somebody who's dealing mm -hmm. with, or maybe not even endometriosis. Mm -hmm. There's a host of other things, mm -hmm. ailments, illnesses that come from what we're consuming. Yeah. And so I love that you started there because a lot of times we would rather just go take a pill, mm -hmm. but that's the easy way. And yeah. it, it sounds easy, but yeah. it comes with a whole lot of other things. Other problems, yeah. So what are some of the resources that you're now providing to other women who may be dealing with this? So I, first of all, am an advocate and an educator. So I go to high schools in the Atlanta area in my free time mm -hmm. and I teach them about period health care. I teach them about reproductive care, reproductive mm. diseases, how to start spotting out the symptoms and how to advocate with themselves, with their doctors and even with their families. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, you tell your parents, oh, my period is bad. And 
Girls just appeared. Drink I some ginger one. ale. Girl, drink, you know, some drink some ginger, ginger ale. Lay down. down. Say a little prayer. You know, mm-hmm. I had my period. Was like this too. You know, and we can't keep saying that. Minimizing. Yeah, because nobody's supposed to have a bad period. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's period should be normal. Um, so I advocate and I teach high school students, but I also advocate and I educate women as well because a lot of times when you're dealing with the reproductive issue, especially like endometriosis, and it's still a lot of mystery around mm-hmm. it, you kind of need other people to lean on. Yep. So I do womb consults. So we dive deep into your womb space of what's going on physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And then I give you some trauma techniques so that you can start to heal the issues that mm-hmm. you're having that you're carrying in your womb space. I am a yoni steam practitioner, so I do yoni steaming, I do Reiki, I do tarot readings, I do foot detoxing, I do one-on-one guided um, meditations for your womb space, I do sound bowl healing and therapy, I do a plethora of things that is really to dive into healing the trauma. We can, we all want to heal a reproductive issue or whatever it is that we have going Mm -hmm. on, but you can't heal it if you're not willing to sit down and listen to her. We do not listen to our womb. We don't listen to our bodies. We just do whatever we want. And a lot of times we hate her, especially when our period is getting ready to come. Like we hate when our period is coming. We we don't look at that as our time, our time to connect, our time to rest and relax. It's punishment and it shouldn't be like that. Like your womb wants to work for you. That's what I tell everybody. Your womb wants to work for you. Your womb wants to do everything that you want her to do that's going to be healthy and beneficial to you. But you got to take accountability and Mm -hmm. you can't leave your your healing in the hands of other people. These doctors don't care. They and do. let's just be real. They, they do be. not care. They're they care about catching a check. check. They are That's collecting it. a check. We, they don't wake up in your body. Mm-hmm. They don't know, okay, I had plans to go hang out with my friends today, and now I can't go hang out with my friends because all of a sudden I'm having an endometriosis flare-up, mm-hmm. or all of a sudden I'm throwing up food that I was trying to eat because I haven't ate in a few days. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they don't understand that. All they know is they got a 20-minute time slot to talk Before to Before I go to lunch. And prescribe you a little bit of birth control that they say is going to help and slow down the endometriosis tissue. And, and that's it. You got to take accountability. You got to take accountability for your own healing and be responsible for it because you got to wake up every day and live in that body. We only get this one body mm-hmm. in this lifetime. And be willing to advocate for yourself. And be willing to advocate for yourself. Because that's life or death. Exactly. Especially in America. And there are women that I know who have died from endometriosis going undiagnosed or who have committed suicide because nobody was listening to them Mm. and what they were going through. We don't have have time for that. It's time to start talking. We don't talk, especially in the black community. We don't talk about issues and illnesses that we're going through. And a lot of times we could connect with each other about what we're going through, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to one another. Especially, especially during a reproductive issue. We all... in different stories, but at the base, it's all still the same. So you could be dealing with something, but don't want to talk about it, but I could help you, mm-hmm. and you don't even know that. Or I know somebody who could help you. Right. I know somebody who was going through the same thing that you was going through where you can talk. That's how it's, That's how to me, it's gonna the, the, the domino effect is going to have to start for us to start really healing and get into the trauma healing of it too, because mm-hmm. we don't like to talk about that either. We really don't want to talk about that. We're mm-hmm. embarrassed by it. We're sh- a lot of shame, a lot mm-hmm. of guilt. Um, and that's why the work that you're doing is just so important. So for the people who, I know you, you the endo, what is it on Instagram? The endo educator. You the endo educator. I know this is, you know, endometriosis is like your space, but I feel like the work you're doing even goes beyond that, you know, yeah. because the trauma work, I might not have endometriosis, mm-hmm. but I still need, need to, work to work through work some trauma. trauma. So mm-hmm. somebody out there needs your resources. Please let them know where they can find you on Instagram, where they can find you online and how they can support your work 
So you can find me on Instagram. You can either type in the Indo Educator and I should pop up, or you can type in my username, which is at underscore Samantha Denae underscore. My website is SamanthaDenae.com. You can Google me. <laughs> I'll pop up. You know, um, you can send me messages on Instagram. I am not one of those people that do not reply or say, you know, I mean, you do got to pay a little something, you know, because my energy is, and time is But, you know, if you just come to my inbox and say, you know, I have this going on, I'm not going to say, oh, pay a fee. Like, I'm going to talk to you. Like, at this point, like, we all sisters, my experience was led for me to be here to help y'all. Mm -hmm. And so I don't put, you know, stipulations on helping people. If you got an issue, if I don't know the answer, I know somebody who do. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm never going to pretend like I got all the answers because I don't. I'm still learning as I'm growing. I'm, le I'm learning as I'm growing. But DM me. We could always talk. I could always help you out as much as I can, but start healing the traumas, baby. Yes. That's that's my message for you all. If you want to really start healing and really aligning with your womb and aligning with yourself, really start healing your traumas. It's okay. We all got trauma. Look at it's twenty twenty two. Look at what's going on in the world. We mm -hmm. all got something going on. Heal the trauma and you will start flowing in the energy of who you are and reaching your highest frequency. And that's what you want. You want to be living in your highest vibration in this moment. You want to be spiritually connected to yourself and with God. And to do that, you really need to start healing that trauma. Yes, ma'am. We'll make sure your information is below for everybody who needs to connect and just needs support and a safe space. Y'all, another amazing episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this conversation with a sister who needs it.